in the future we're hoping he's gonna play guitar and do vocals. That's the plan. Yeah. Be serious. Yeah. I'm gonna try, but uh, <laughs> I just feel like at this point I've been a guitarist for this band for so long and I'd hate to stop playing live. At the break that we have when we get back from this tour, I'm just gonna see if it's possible. Like, I don't know if there's any other like quote unquote deathcore bands that have done that. Yeah. I don't, is there any A stream players that, that also sing? I don't think I so. Know. Use EMG pickups because they help you get the heaviest tone possible. Head over to emgpickups.com and use my promo code HEAVY at checkout and get 15% off. And then once you write the heaviest song of all time, head over to distrokid.com slash VIP slash Garza and save 30% off your membership to get all your songs on all streaming platforms. And now to the heaviest podcast of all time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you're younger, you gotta sleep. I'm, true. I'm the one in the band that goes to sleep first. Really? Yep. What time? As soon as I can. As soon as you can? <laughs> yeah. What, like, are we talking like 9 p.m.? Like, as soon as, like, the show is done and we, we've packed up everything and, like, I'm ready to go in the van, ready to go sleep. I'm not too into going out to go party or whatever. I'm just like, mm -hmm. I wanna go to bed. <laughs> yeah. You look like a very clear headed guy. Oh. Uh, I would like to think so. I don't think I am, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, he's the only one in the band that doesn't smoke weed, so that yeah, says something. Yeah. Ever tried it? I have. I just don't think it's for me. It always makes me super-duper anxious and fidgety, and mm. you know? It's not, I don't think it's my vibe. Anxious and fidgety. Hmm. Yeah. Do you it get paranoid? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Super paranoia. Hmm. It's like all my experiences with it have not been good, so I was like, when I was like a teenager, I was like, I think I'm okay, and I just stopped. Mm-hmm. Where were you though? Sorry. Uh, where Where were you? Like, were you out hanging out with your friends? Were oh yeah. Like a, like a very public area. Were you by a, no? In, it's in always just like weirdo. Or no? It's always just been like with a couple of friends that are around. Like, not even a huge uh, scenario, or whatever. It's all just been like two or three people around me, and then I smoked, and then the rest of that night, I'm not feeling good. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's It's so funny with uh, with weed how it, it affects people so differently. Yeah. You know, and I've tried it a couple of times, but like, you know, that those people would be like, "Oh, did you smoke an indica? Did you smoke a sativa, or whatever?" Oh, and they're like, bro, I just, it's yeah. not for me, bro." Yeah, yeah, I'm not exactly like a oh, what what what's that word? Connoisseur, right? Connoisseur. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, so I don't know like the strains. People, yeah. my like the guys told me that I like dad weed. Dad weed. <laughs> yeah, so, is that know. good or bad? Uh, yeah. What know. is dad weed? <laughs> I don't know. I guess that's a California thing. Probably. A dad weed. So what, what is dad weed? Okay. Dad, is it dad grass? I think it's low grade. Low grade? Low grade weed. It's like I normal do, stuff. Nothing that fucks you up too much. Yeah. yeah. I like, yeah, I like chilling. I like feeling a little uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Where like, it's like, you know, you know, being, being like reminded that, that you're a human being and you're like, wow, I'm just out here in, in the world, dude. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> well, dudes, it's great to meet you. I just met yeah. you uh Today, yeah, it's great to be here. Yeah, it's awesome. You guys had a day off, pretty sick. Yeah, yeah that was amazing. Was Rested. Yeah, yeah all the bands just put money together. We got an Airbnb. We just all chilled out. That's smart. Yeah, 
We should start doing that. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah. If you get along with all the homies, it's a great day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it turns into like, like a family. Yeah, you know, definitely. And everyone on this tour is super cool. So like, it's just chilling with your boys. Yeah, yeah. Angel Maker doing yeah. great. Yeah, they're killing it. Oh yeah. damn, they're killing it. I've been seeing it the past few times. They come down. I'm like, dang, they got there's, there's more people here now. I'm like, shit, dude. There's a lot of dudes in that band. <laughs> on on stage, like what? It's like seven, eight, seven. Eight seven. <laughs> Yeah, there's so many people. people on stage at once. Yeah, but they make it work really they do. well. Yeah. Well, that's so many people in the a band. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they got a bandwagon, so they're cool. Oh, nice. Good, <laughs> good, good for them, dude. Those have been hard, hard to lock down. Yeah, they are. And we, we, and always, they're really expensive. They're way, they're overpriced. Yeah. They're so overpriced. You're just like, but you, but you have to pay it. Yeah, it's so worth it when you have a bandwagon for a tour. Like you're so comfortable. You always have a green room, no matter what the situation True. of the venue is. It's like the most comfortable we've ever toured before. Yeah, yeah. like going back to a van now has really grounded us. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. humbled us. This yeah. is how it really is. Be humble. Uh, mm-hmm. But you get a different experience touring in a van versus like a like an RV. You know, because then you always mm-hmm. stuck at truck stops. You always like only see the same things. Where in a van, you still kind of get off. You know, you can go do your own mm-hmm. thing. Do like you see different parts of the city in a way. So it's been pretty cool. It hasn't mm. been too bad. Mm-hmm. Can we do a quick intro just so mm. people could put a, a sound to the uh, names? Hell yeah. yeah. Cool. I'm Luke. I play guitar. Hi, I'm Londile. I used to play guitar, but now I'm on vocals. Yeah. I'm Tom. I play drums. I'm Chris, and I also play guitar. Chris yeah. with a K. Yeah. Chris with a K. That's sick. Only, only four words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> four letters. That's great. So, got to bring it up. South Africa. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Pretty sick. And and you've been in a band since 2014, right? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So just, well, I mean, I assume there's not like this, there wasn't this kind of music there. Yeah, not really. I, I guess we started the band because we saw like a hole in the market there and it was mm-hmm. kind of stuff we wanted to see live. So we just decided to make that music and fill the hole mm-hmm. and it ended up working. Yeah. I mean, 2014, yeah, almost, almost been in a band for nine years. Yeah. Like the trip. It's crazy to think. It's how it's crazy how long it took for for you guys to build up. Yeah, like you know? I was sixteen when we started, so it's crazy. Sixteen, really? Yeah, like hmm. it's been that long already. Mind blowing. I mean, you don't really have like a roadmap, so like what what you do? Like we just sort of started as an internet band because we didn't really want to settle for members that couldn't play the stuff because we wanted to make what we wanted to make so we, mm-hmm. we started as just like a two-man internet project and then mm-hmm. we released the first ep and a first album and it started sort of like snowballing from there so we mm-hmm. figured we have to start playing shows and then chris joined the band um we had a different drummer for a little while but then mm-hmm. tom joined the band but only for like two shows yeah. we had a different drummer. Tom's pretty much been there from the beginning. Yeah. He still played the most shows out of any of us in the band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somehow. Yeah, because like I missed five shows once because I couldn't get a visa for the UK. Oh, Luke's no. missed a couple tours for a what variety of reasons. Yeah. And Luan Dilej is still like the newest member of the band. Yeah. Oh yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've been here forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When when did you come in? Wasn't that like 2020? Right? Uh, it was like officially announced in 2020, but I was playing shows with them uh, as like a fill in from 2018. Mm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like it became. I started writing for the band in like 2020. Okay. Yeah. How did you meet him? Uh, Chris found me on YouTube. I think. Well, yeah. Um, 
I found Luandile under an alias, and I couldn't really find his name. I saw this guy playing these amazing, like, math-rocky guitar crazy things on the internet, and I was like, I need to find out who this dude is, because I saw someone comment that he's South African. And um, I was like, whoa, I need to start making music with this guy. Hmm. So I found his Twitter, and I found his real name, and then I found his Facebook. So I basically stalked you, him. You stalked him. <laughs> yeah, I stalked him. So that's a way to find someone yeah. to join, <laughs> yeah. join your band. And then I pretty much, we hooked up a jam, and uh, it went really well. And then from there, I asked him to join all my bands eventually because he was just so good. Um, and it's funny that he's ended up on vocals now because he's such a great guitar player. He still played guitar on the full new album we just did. And he wrote a lot of guitar parts. So in the future, we're hoping he's going to play guitar and do vocals. That's the plan. Yeah. Be serious. Yeah. I'm going to try. But uh, <laughs> I just feel like at this point, I've been uh, a guitarist for this band for so long, and I'd hate to stop playing live. Mm-hmm. So uh, at the break that we have when we get back from this tour, I'm just going to see if it's possible. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if there's any other, like, quote-unquote deathcore bands that have done that but I'm, i want to give it a try if i can i definitely will do it you're right is there any other bands that do that one with the a string yeah, yeah. Is, I don't, there any, I, is there any a string players that, that also sing i don't think I so know. not that i know we, we might have uncovered <laughs> we might have just yeah i don't yeah it's it's not was, well, shit. actually dumb you know Dom, uh, our driver Dom? Oh, yeah. He is sick on, in his band, he does vocals. He does both? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so there are, people, there are people out there that do it, but I think it's very rare, you know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, is he, he plays the A-strings, right? The two from uh, Emperor? I guess Beyond uh, Creation, too. I don't know if they play eight strings, though, but. Does he play A-strings? I don't know. Huh. <laughs> or at least not like the whole time. Yeah. I mean, Matt Heafy plays eight strings and he does vocals as well. Okay. Not on every song, but there's like a couple songs where he uses eight strings. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess for death chords, yeah. quite unique. Death in chord, this yeah. scene, yeah, I yeah. don't think there's anyone. <laughs> I mean, straight, even just a death chord scene, like, who, yeah, who sings and plays guitar? I don't think anyone does. Um, but I know. We just literally uncovered two things. No pressure, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey. I was just thinking about that today. How this, uh, this sucks. It just sucks the way life is. Like, you need pressure to, like, oh no. Yeah, it's a it, lot. Yeah. Do you know what? It'll help you, though. If you're, like, super under pressure, even to, like, to the point where it's, like, breaking you apart, you will do the thing. You will make it happen no matter what it is. Well, so he you, will. He did. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what are you talking about? Well, you know, taking vocals on, it was a lot of stress for him. And uh, we had two months to kind of reform the band and get him on vocals and, you know, get practicing and everything and remembering all the lyrics and just the, you know, the pressure of being the front man of the band was taking a toll on him. But we're here now and he's fucking crushing it. So Yeah, it was was a lot. I think um, when we got back... We had two months to for me to learn. We had, I had two months to memorize a set list for the shows we were going to play on this tour and record the album at the same time. But I, there's no way I could have done both those things um, 
So I just chose the, to learn the vocals and then when we get back, I'll record and write and everything. But yeah, under that whole period of time, I was like super under pressure and super stressed that like I turned off all of my social media and I was only contactable to the people close to me and my band in case they needed me. Uh, because yeah, it was like a lot. So I kind of just locked my, myself in my room for that month and just grinded every single day working on being a front man, working on vocal tones, watching a bunch of YouTube videos and explanations just so like I don't get up for the first time, make a fool of myself. Cause that's like in your head the entire time mm-hmm. you're doing this, you know? Um, but I made it, I think I made it work somehow. People have been very positive at shows. Uh, it seems to be working out. So yeah. That's impressive. It was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> what was your like initial feeling and thought? I mean, and who, well, who, who said it first? Well, said what first? Right, so, hey, uh, do you want to just sing? Uh, well, it, it was kind of like he had already filled in some shows when our ex-vocalist couldn't make it before. And during soundcheck and stuff, we could hear how good his vocals were every night. And he was doing backup vocals. So it was kind of a no-brainer. We all went to that conclusion very quickly. Yeah. I don't know who said it first, but we were all on board with that decision from the beginning. It was, there was no other choice for us. No, no other choice slash uh, accident. Yeah, China. Well, yeah. it was kind of a happy accident. We, not many bands would have someone to just step up and fill that role, just straight up like that. Because um, you know, he's a fucking sick guitar player, and for him to just switch to vocals and not—they're not easy vocals. It's kind of like vocal gymnastics mm-hmm. in in the kind of deathcore space. So. To find someone that could do that that was already in our band was amazing. And it's lucky for us too, because you don't add a whole another dynamic to the band. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like Ooh, yeah. we keep it with the people that we know and it doesn't make like this tour, which will be our first tour with a new vocalist, mm-hmm. sort of like weird and figuring stuff out because we already know Londila very well. So I think it helps with that a lot too. Yeah. We kinda wanna just keep it in house, I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that you is... don't know who you can trust. <laughs> no way, no way. You guys had a lot of experience with, with with that. Man, that is a lot of pressure. Yeah, it was so much. And that's a great idea too. Like to, okay, I'm just gonna. All right, this this is a lot. I'm taking this in mentally. I'm under a lot of pressure, so I'm just gonna. Do you know what? I'm gonna turn off my Facebook. I'm turning yeah. off my social media for a month. I'm just gonna lock myself in in a room. Yeah, I didn't really have any social life at all during that time. Hmm. I I was just in my room. I'd wake up, I'd eat breakfast, I would memorize, the mornings were like the time where I just memorize lyrics, mm-hmm. and then at night I would practice all night, and then I'd like watch Bob's Burgers and then go to sleep. Who? The, <laughs> Bob's Burgers, you, you remember that show? No. The cartoon, you know Bob's Burgers? He used to play on like Cartoon Network back in the day. Who is it? It's, Bob, just, it's, it's some Bob's, old Bob's Burger? It's not even funny It's just like some old cartoon that feels <laughs> okay. good to us. I, I, re- I, I recognize this photo. Yeah, yeah. But, there's so many cartoons that we all haven't seen. This show got me through that month. Like, <laughs> I attribute this show to getting me through that whole month. Bob's Burgers so saved your life. Oh, yeah. It's so, it's like therapeutic to watch. Because it's like, there's nothing really going on in that show. And it's not really mm-hmm. funny. It's just kind of like bubblegum for your mind. So it yeah. was like, it was always on in the background. Even when I was like practicing uh, and everything. Those are... Those those shows are needed too. Like sometimes you just need to like kind of veg out. Yeah, I don't like, focus on anything. It's all like the you time, know, right man. now I'm, I'm focusing the whole day. Let's, I just want to enjoy some. Just yeah. lay, lay back. No, no thinking. Yeah, and that was perfect for me. <laughs> Bob's Burgers, huh? Yeah. And I didn't used to like it because, like I said, it's not a funny show or whatever. Even though they tried to be, 
but uh, I think because of that, it kind of like attracted me more. Like I watched it uh, on the plane rides to and fro any tour that we that we're doing, just because like mm-hmm. it's a cartoon that's on, and I like watching cartoons. So I was like, I'm just gonna watch this. I don't care what it's about. But yeah, it's really grown on me, and <laughs> it's like my favorite show in the world right now. That's sick. <laughs> How do you feel after? Like, uh, how do you actually feel and and uh, and and your mind like to step away from like social media? Because a lot a lot of us can't do it. Yeah, it's uh, tough. I needed to, so it was like, how does that feel? Really nice, man. It was like the for the first day it was weird because like I wasn't checking my phone every two seconds, mm-hmm. but like after a week, like I could really feel a difference. Like I'm noticing things more. I'm like smelling things that what? I, it's so weird. Like when, cause you're so attached to your phone that you don't notice things. Like I could smell like what my room smells like now. Like my room smells <laughs> terrible. That's what I figured out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it really, it, it tears you away and like kind of forces you to be back to real life. And like I was spending more time with my family and, Spending more time with my dogs and going on lots of walks with them and everything. and Really? Yeah, it, it was actually really, really therapeutic. Like, when I turned my phone back on, I had to, like, get used to it always being there again. And, you know? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, it was it was, it was was really different. It was a trip. I would advise oh. anyone to, like, at least for a month to, like, turn off all social media. So it was, like, a straight month. Yeah, this it was, like, it. the only people I would keep it on for was for my band and my family. Everything else was, like, off. Nothing, nothing was on. Hmm. It's pretty wild. That's what we used to do. You know, yeah, I, right. I, have, I have like you know, I have a. I guess now they call it a landline. Oh yeah, you know, because oh, yeah. uh, and it only only your close friends knew knew that number, or or your close family. Oh yeah, that's so. That, that's crazy how it it affected your smell. Yeah, so for real. affected the way you smell for things. real because you're in like because I told you I was just in my room like for entire days just memorizing and practicing. Mm-hmm. So when you're there for way too long, you start to like forget like what places things smell like or whatever things look like. And when you're there for so long, and I had nothing to distract me besides the work I was doing, I was like, hey, I can kind of smell. This room doesn't smell that great. <laughs> and that's just what it always smells like. So then I was like, okay, yeah. time to fucking clean up and do some shit about it. If it, if it, if it affects your smell, I wonder how, because that, that's one form of, of your senses. Oh, yeah. That, I'm sure I mean, it does way more. And, and imagine your sight. Imagine your hearing. Yeah. I also kind of felt like my mind was like way like clearer and not completely boggled up. Because like I was worried about what people were saying on the internet, but like because I wasn't yeah. Online, like I was way less worried because I don't have to Good. go check, you know. That's a, yeah, that's a very smart thing. Just to like not read the comments, just like okay, oh yeah, I'm gonna do work because to yeah, this just... to this day for on that month, every comment, every post we've done, I still haven't read them. Good, yeah, it's not it literally does nothing for you. Yep, yeah, it just doesn't do anything. It's nope. weird. You know what's even weirder is that the good comments will actually depending on your personality will actually be worse oh yeah because then because then you start to like it soaks in yeah and then you start you start to believe it so but wait but who like who the fuck am i yeah it's you know? it's a very dangerous place to get comfortable with whatever you're doing if you're mm-hmm. a guitarist if you're like comfortable and like okay i can handle this i'm not afraid of anything even though you know mentally i think that's a bit healthy but it's also like if you're completely chill and you don't think you can get better in whatever you're doing i think that's a dangerous spot because you know? there's always somebody better than you there's always someone that works harder than you there's always someone more talented than you yeah. if you're okay with just being over here for the rest of your life that's kind of like you know you have no room to grow mm-hmm. so yeah I, I i'd always think that yeah there's there's still someone i need to catch up with whether that's guitar or vocals or like just being alive you know 
There's yeah. always better you can do. It's always always better. Yeah, I, that's that's what I did. You know, back back in the day, you yeah. know, everybody comments <laughs> and you, yeah, you, you just lose yourself. Oh, you yeah. know, it's cool that that you have that because you know, in my in my in my position, you know, you see bands like you guys like this riffing. It's like man, I gotta like go home and practice. Oh yeah, you know, it's it's cool. It's like it's it's very like it it will, it will push you. Oh yeah, that was me you know? when I found Suicide Silence for the first time in high school. For sure. Like before I heard a song by you guys, you guys did like a guitar world lesson. We'll keep video. Bring it up. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh. the, the guitar world lesson video you did of like Bludgeon to Death. And I'd never heard of you guys before at that time. It just came out. Mm-hmm. And I was at my dad's workplace because he had internet. We didn't have internet at mm-hmm. home. So I just download a bunch of guitar videos and go back. And I learned that whole song on guitar from that video before I heard the song ever. Because we didn't have internet back home. So like two, three months after I learned the song, I actually went back to his work and I downloaded the music video. And I was like, I can play this song for the first time. (laughs) For the first time hearing it. That's crazy. That's nuts, right? (laughs) If I knew people would... There it is, yeah. If I I knew people would be watching this, I would have said no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. You guys are so stoned during this video, too. I love it. People always say that, but I'm not stoned. (laughs) I think Mark says that you were so stoned or something, something like that. No, man. People like watch this. I'm like, I I wasn't stoned. (laughs) I was just just an Uh, awkward kid for a long, long time. This is bringing back some great memories for me. (laughs) I didn't smoke. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I sound like shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh yeah! I never watched this before in my life. Really? Yeah. You have no idea how many times I've watched this video. Oh, you no. have no idea how many times I've memorized everything about this video. Mark's tone sounds better than mine. I think I think you got you got a better amp. Oh, that's why guitar players hate us. They're like, what are they playing? <laughs> wow. I think this was also like my introduction to deathcore. I think Bludgeon to Death was like the first deathcore song I'd ever heard. Yeah, same. I had it downloaded and it was named wrong, so it said "Bring Me the Horizon" or something. <laughs> I, thought, I thought for like six months solid that it was "Bring Me the Horizon." Sick. But I was like twelve years old, so you're twelve. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How did you? I mean, so you're like fourteen. Yeah. How did you find like like he- heavy music? My dad always listened to like. Stuff like Pantera and Sepultura, but I remember being 12 years old, going to the skate park, and I met my friend Greg, and he showed me Krukabanga by Chelsea Grin, and then from there, it just kind of, like, spiraled. I had that first pig squeal, and I was like, sick, that's, I that's like it. this. Yeah. Wait, what, what's this? I, I just saw my own band. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Hmm. You guys, wait, so, uh, how did you download songs? Was it, was it this? Oh, yeah. Lime? Like LimeWire and yep, shit, yeah. yeah. But yeah, back when they changed the uh, title. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll always, they'll always fuck up the band name. So, yeah. they, so they, they call us Bring Me the Horizon. <laughs> <laughs> Bring Me the Horizon Bludgeon to Death. Yep. That's, That's so... exactly what it was named. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Why, why'd they do that? That's so weird. It's probably some other guy that downloaded it that didn't know what it was. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. But Limeyer was like that. Everything was like misnamed. It was, everything was different. You download a movie and then it turns out to be like some baseball thing. Or <laughs> It was so weird. Every once in a while. Everyone's smell those porn. Oh yeah, yeah. Or just plenty. A massive virus. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. now, yeah, I, I look back now. My, like, why did my computer get all fucked up? Oh yeah, they, they fucking they. Uh, hey Jay, try try to help help me out here. I wonder if like they, those videos they like literally inject 
viruses in those videos. So when you download it, you download it onto your computer. For sure. You know? 100% they did, they did that. I, got, I had so many viruses all because of LimeWire. That's my caveman brain trying to understand technology and the way viruses work. Well, okay, if you're downloading a video, you're downloading what is on the video and yeah. in, in, in the video. Yeah. So, okay, so whoever made the video put, could put in whatever oh, the yeah. fuck they want. The second you click on it is when the virus is like, hey, like yeah. your computer's free reign then. Oh, yeah. I, I fucked up my computers Same. So, so many times. Same. Music. They, they they put anything into files back then. We were like, fuck it. Yep. I want I want this Chelsea Grin. It was worth record. it back then. <laughs> yeah, but it was though. Yeah, definitely. I found so many that. bands on LimeWire, even though like illegally downloading their stuff. It was some of the best bands in my life that shaped who I am today. I found off of LimeWire. Who'd you find? Ultra Parish. Ultra Parish. Oh yeah, that was Sick. like that's like one of the biggest bands in my like that shaped my guitar playing life. Mm. Um, their guitarist Chris Dory was like my first guitar god like guitar idol whatever really and yeah i downloaded all their stuff from limewire uh and yeah they were like my favorite band for the longest time hmm. so fucking sick they still old are band. one of your favorite bands they still are for sure but mm-hmm. they don't exist anymore so yeah. rest in peace mm-hmm. we'll see we'll see we'll see what happens we'll see yeah i hope that's a hint <laughs> people will approach being drunk at shows i'm like what, what what's up with all should perish. I don't know, and I don't, and, and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, I, I tell Eddie all the time. I, do, I get approached all the time about about your band. I'm, I, I'm getting sick I'm of it. Sick of it, bro. I'm all trying to get drunk and just have have a good time. Like I don't want to talk about this fucking band, dude. <laughs> but yeah, they're they're phenomenal. My favorite All Should Perish record is uh, Hate Malice Revenge. Oof, that's a good one. God, that was that was such a sick one. They they would play around here. We would we would go like me. Me and Mitch and our previous drummer would just go out mosh. Yeah, buy and, and all by the all by the same shirt. Yeah, that album is so heavy. They Even were, by today's standards, I think. They were big for the whole like death, deathcore scene and movement, yeah. man. They were massive. We fucking loved them too. Yeah. Damn. Fucking amazing. They went across the world. It's so it, it's so bizarre that this music is where you're at. Yeah. Yeah, it is crazy. Right? That it's is, such a niche, especially in Africa. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, especially like, in Africa. Yeah, what Luke, what was your what was your upbringing like? It was pretty normal. Like, it, it's not as crazy as people make it out to be. Yeah. Like, if you go there, like, it's pretty much the same as LA. There's bad areas. There's good areas. So mm-hmm. it, it was pretty standard. Like, nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but. Yeah, I'm pretty much the same. Yeah, we grew up pretty normal, normal middle class lives, you know, yeah. like, just music and, you know, sports and, you know, living life, skateboarding, all yeah. of that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and that's like a, it's a pretty dangerous place in South Africa. But I think none of us in the band ever like really experienced anything crazy, other than being like mugged or something like that. Yeah. But you know. I, I've experienced. Some yeah, crazy you've shit, had some yeah. crazy. Yeah, shit. <laughs> you got you got mugged. Well, we've, we've all been mugged. mugged. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. We've all been multiple mugged. times. Yes. Multiple times. Oh yeah. <laughs> what what happened? I I'm sure we all have different stories. I used like I used to live in the. The CBD of Johannesburg, which is like, I guess the most dangerous place around Johannesburg. And uh, I would just go to school and then I'd come home late because we had late projects and stuff. And then mm-hmm. I'd walk, I'd be walking home and then someone would mug me. And then a week later, after they've taken my phone and my money, I'd be walking home and someone would try to mug me again. I'm like, I don't have anything left. I got, I got mugged last week. I don't have, and then they'll get mad at me because I don't have anything on me. <laughs> and I'll just try to run away. <laughs> that sounds terrifying. It's kind of a normal occurrence. <laughs> yeah. 
Like what? Yeah. So what do they do? They they oh gun points or knife points or just a, a bunch of them together and they like surround you. Yeah, you just learn not to walk around. Yeah, as yeah, much you, as you can. You learn. You don't. You shouldn't really walk at night or in specific areas during the day either. There's very specific places you need to, you know, that that's safe enough to walk around. Um, you just need to be like street smart, I guess. And mm-hmm. I, I would say for people coming to South Africa on holiday, always have a, a buddy with you that can show you the right places because sometimes you can just turn the wrong corner and you're in a super sketchy place. This one wrong corner and boom, mugged. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. So, <laughs> wait, so you might, you're not exactly a street smart. You're, you guys keep getting mugged. <laughs> I mean, no, they get smart in two as well. Yeah. You know? no, that, that, that hasn't happened. But, like, yeah, when you're a teenager, while. you always get up to stupid things, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, get yourself in the wrong places at the wrong times and stuff. So, it was more like situations like that than yeah. like actually, you know, being targeted and, you know, robbed, like, at our house or something like that. Um, mm. Like, all teenagers are dumb. You know, you do dumb shit. Go yep. skating at night. You're smoking weed in the wrong place or buy weed from someone back in the day when it wasn't legal. Yep. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, well, i never been mugged. Thank, thank God. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, what, <laughs> what, do you, what do you do and what do you think about? Like, so if someone approaches you with, with the gun, like, what, what is that like? You just do whatever they want you to do. Give up whatever they're asking for. Don't fight with them. Let it happen. And then... I mean, South Africa dudes will like rob you for you know like five dollars. Yeah, or, like, whatever you have. Whatever you have, you know, it's yeah. not like they're really going for big ticket items. Even those days, it was like shitty ass phones. Yep. Like, it's like hey, the, it's just, like it's just um, a kind of a place where it's like lots of violent crime and lots of you know poverty and stuff in certain areas, and yeah. people are willing to you know to kill over nothing. Yeah, poverty causes desperation. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's where the, the crime comes from. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck that, dude. Yeah. A gunpoint? Mm. Dude, yeah, that's sure. it's you, not the best. <laughs> you no, you just just for like a shitty phone. Like what uh, what kind of phone was it? I mean Back in the couple, 2000, before yeah, smartphones even came out. My, the Samsung made a phone called an E two fifty. I had three of those phones in my lifetime. <laughs> two of them are stolen. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. So it's kinda like on purpose. Is this it right here? There it is. It's the, the slidey one. The silver slidey one. Oh, yeah. I was banging some real tunes on that thing back in the day. Hmm. Phones have come such a long way. Yeah, they have, right? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have an iPhone now? Uh, I had an iPhone for a while. I'm He's got Android a fancy there. phone. Oh, my phone is show, sick. Show them your my phone. My phone is hella sick. <laughs> Check it out. I got one of these, the flippy boys. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> I got the flippy boy phones. It's the uh, Samsung Z Flip 4. So it's like, I feel like they're just trying to like make a resurgence of like flip phones because there's a couple companies doing it now. But like, yeah, this was like my favorite era of of, uh, life where like you can hang up a phone mad at someone just be like, you know. (laughs) I feel like they need to sponsor you after this. They better. Please, Samsung. This is a sick phone and I will advertise it. <laughs> we, 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 we gotta get the sponsor going. I need it. Ibanez, Orisby, and Samsung. Yeah. Yeah. The first band sponsored by Samsung. Death metal bands sponsored by Samsung. That'd be fine. Well, we, well, you gotta tell them, hey, I get mugged like once every two yeah. months. Like, <laughs> I need like a supply of cell phones. Every month, give me a new phone. <laughs> oh, fuck, that would suck, dude. I, I mean, just a 
just the thought of losing my phone is terrifying because uh, I keep got to re- remind myself to say it to back it up, but have all these riffs there. Oh yeah, the yeah. Uh, the, the fucking voice memos. Oh yeah. Oh, we've all done that. So, like, Jump riffs and voice memos. Mm-hmm. Like, you, get, you get an idea, you got to pull out your phone and you start like, dun 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 dun. That sounds like a Vol Virginia song. It does. Yeah, that's literally the first song we play every night. There we go. Yeah. And it's just put it's put on your phone. Dude, there's like there's so many of them, like yep. little little riffs. Dude, same, same. Every every thought you, you gotta you gotta make it a habit. Yep. You know, which is crazy now because technology is like at a point where like you don't even need to do that. You can plug some tiny thing into your phone and then plug it into your guitar and then record the riff Dude. properly and then you That's know so in like two seconds. I mean, yeah, your your rigs in your backpack. Yeah, yeah. and I love that. <laughs> like a it, it's. It's sick when like a band comes out with like a full stack and mm-hmm. you know all these amazing cabs surrounding it, and, you mm-hmm. know like visually that's sick and audibly that's also super sick. But like I'm over having to haul super heavy things Same. in and out of venues every single day. If yeah. I can condense my rig and still sound sick every night, that's all. I'm all for that. That's my goal too right now is to get the smallest thing I can yeah. to take on tour. Because yeah. like even my camper right now, I'm like this thing's too big. I need something really? smaller. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Chris just with the fifty one fifty that he holds every day. Oh my goodness, dude. If you if you were to saw what we were doing, like we have like, we have like the two head cases and like the two cabs and like hauling that shit upstairs and downstairs. Oh, yeah. yeah. So over that. I don't miss doing that at nope. all. Yeah, at we all. this is the first tour we actually haven't rented cabs just to save space and money. Hmm. And uh it's actually going pretty well. Uh, I was scared to do it without cabs, but as long as you've got some sound happening on stage with monitors and stuff, it still sounds sick. The moment you take the monitors away mm-hmm. and empty stage, yeah, and, and have like in ears. I've seen a lot of bands that where you like stand in the front row and then you can't hear anything, and that's what I was scared of um, happening when we went to no cabs on this tour. Mm-hmm. But honestly, it's been sick. I can hear my guitar every night on the videos. Uh, that I've heard, I can Sounds get sick. my guitar. So mm-hmm. obviously, if we can, we'd want yeah, to have cabs. Yeah, there. that that's yeah. first choice. But with technology these days, it's cool that you can just pop something in your backpack, show up, yeah. and that's it. Get away with it too. Yeah, your backpack. Yeah, okay. I carry my camper in a backpack. Wow. I don't even <laughs> I don't even have a rack case for it, and it's breaking because of that reason. But you guys are lazy. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. no we are. Yeah. <laughs> So I do, I'm too busy getting mugged, dude. I just want—I just want a rig in my backpack. That's probably yeah. something you can run with in case you get mugged. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why our rigs are so small. We can run away but with them. Also, just because we need to fly in for like every single tour we do ever, mm-hmm. we've like learned how to like just travel with all of the gear we need in like luggage-looking cases and shit like that. Yeah. So like. Mm-hmm. When we're flying and going in, we never have to answer questions about, are oh, you a band? What are you doing here? That sort of thing. We just fly under the radar. and Yeah. You know. But we do have the right visas yeah. and everything yeah. to prove ourselves. Um, it's just not saves like time. we're sneaking in. Yeah. Yeah. We, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just, yeah. Smaller is better these it, days. Is it hard for you guys to get visas? Very. Well, it's yeah. not that hard, but it's a lot of money and a lot of admin. Yeah, it's a process. Yeah. Mm. Why is it? Why is getting a visa so difficult? It sucks. I don't know. Yeah, we have to get lawyers to do it for us, and it's this whole crazy thing. But, but yeah, basically, we need visas for everywhere except Asia. Yeah. Our so passports like, are super weak. Hmm. 
Well, some places in Asia we need Yeah, visas like Japan, to. that's yeah. all. And Indonesia. On but Iraq. that was like the, the tour that we needed, like the least of yeah, that's of visas. True. That sucks. Mm. Man. Because, hey, yeah, because you guys only, because so you guys are in South Africa, so you, you have to fly out yeah. to yeah. do pretty much anything outside. Yep. It's like the furthest possible place you can be. So isolated because you're like all the way to the south of Africa, obviously. So you have to fly over the whole of Africa first, usually stop mm. in Dubai or something like that, mm-hmm. and then connect from there. Did you did you think about that when you first got the band going? It's like, no. hey, we, 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 we got to get past this fucking hurdle. Not at all. I mean, I was 16, so I didn't really think about anything. I just wanted to make music. It's true. Yeah, like I didn't even know that we were going to be a live band. I thought it was just going to be like a internet project type thing and mm-hmm. just be like a... Sort of side hobby, but mm-hmm. it just snowballed, like I said earlier. So we sort of figured stuff out as we went along. Mm-hmm. Ended up working out. We've, I think, we've figured it out now. Yeah, I feel sorry for any other band in South Africa that's going to have to try figure this out. Please, if you're listening to this, ask us questions. If you need questions, no one ever asks us for help. Um, ask us because you know we've done it, and it's quite the process. And people are going to need help out there because it's. It's confusing, and you need to do it right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So since we got you guys now, what's the scene out there like now? It's well, pretty good. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. great bands. There's loads of sick bands. I mean, there's not necessarily like you could say a deathcore scene or a death metal scene or something like that. But the scene's pretty mixed. There's everything like covering fucking everything in metal, basically. The shows are pretty mixed lineups in terms of things mm-hmm. like that. But the shows are good. Like the festivals are good when they bring internationals out. Like the turnouts are sick. Like. Um, it's pretty much, I mean, you could have shows in SA as good as any show yeah, in America like, at like our level, you know? Black Dahlia had like 5,000 people in South Africa at this what? show. Mm. So that, that says something. When was this? Uh, 2020, just before the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right before. Yeah, that was the last international band. Yeah, like everything <laughs> shut down like two days after that. It was yeah. crazy. Because I remember, because we get offers to go down there pretty kind of often. Mm. And like almost, where it's like, what? Where's there to play down there? Who's yeah. who's down there? Well, the show it? will be sick. Yeah, yeah like, especially yeah, if you guys cool. play. You yeah. big name. Oh yeah, suicide will huh. definitely draw a bunch of people. Yeah. It's always yeah. Cause we we just have nothing to base off of. You know. Yeah. yeah. The, the cool problem is, with South Africa though is like because it is so isolated. It's like one of those you've really got to catch after your European tour, after an Australian tour or something like flying back to add the extra dates. It's like kind mm. of out of the way to travel on any it's sort of routing. So out of the way yeah. it's like yeah and it's like long flights no matter what so yeah. like yeah how long did you guys flights to get to san francisco was 37 hours oh that's cool yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's cool like if you go there you can sort of make a holiday out of it oh, you yeah. can go on a safari and do all that safari? cool stuff see lions and all yeah, that that's shit, what the so. festivals and stuff normally do down there They're like bands will come down one weekend play johannesburg the next weekend if it's possible or they do like an extra few days where you go to like safaris and see lions and see like the real wildlife vibes, you know. I want to get mugged during a safari. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be, that'll be sick. It's, possible. it's honestly no possible. Nowhere is safe. Are you fucking kidding me? Well, well, there's like poachers that hang out in the some of the reserves and those, poachers. Yeah, like rhino poachers, elephant like elephant poachers. for the tusks for the and all that. Yeah. yeah. So they're just chilling there, and yeah. they then they might rob a, a person. Maybe no, I, I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> but people with guns could show up. 
You never know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are from a different place. Man. Yeah. Wow. It's a party that sounds so fun and, and innocent. No, well, you, you won't, get, you won't, you, get, you won't get you won't get you'll have a great time. Remember that time? <laughs> okay. So I was shooting a music video in like the middle of nowhere. It was like it was like desert vibes, I guess. It was like a yeah. salt mine or something. And these dudes showed up like I was just taking a piss and I turn around and this dude had like this fucking Tommy, gun. Tommy gun, like what? like Scarface style. Yeah. Tommy gun. Yeah. And uh, we got the biggest fright, and I tried to get out of there quick, and then I got and my then car, he got his stuck car stuck. So like, in I, the I sand. went out of the car to try to like try push it out, and they came right up to us. Oh my god! Yeah, it yeah. was the, one of the scariest moments of my life. I thought we were gonna die, but luckily they were looking for other people Some to other shoot. Dudes, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, they they're looking were. for dudes that snuck into their place, and like they're super armed, guns out. Like they came up to us with the guns in their hand, finger on the trigger. Like, have you seen? any of like these guys around the area and like no we've not seen anything yeah. we've not seen anything <laughs> and they, they went about their way they went not seen any here, here here's my soundtrack yeah. <laughs> here's my flip phone go ahead oh, that was crazy that was really scary oh. were the guns like this no you know with like the that round round big, big, big barrel <laughs> like, like a super sti- there it is right there yeah. Yeah, Tommy gun. <laughs> oh fuck that <laughs> They're, they're going out to kill somebody. That's like extreme firepower. And it was so weird because like they're wearing like torn clothes. Yeah, and like, they look you know? super poor and everything, but they had these crazy guns. I wonder where they got those guns. Yeah, yeah me too. Here. Where do you pick one of those up? Probably Probably Scarface gun. Probably stolen. Probably. Yeah. Probably. That That is, yeah, that is like the classic. Wow. Yeah. It's like being robbed with a musket. <laughs> <laughs> I will be terrified. Yeah, we were really scared. You guys yeah. have a lot of courage, man. You, you should really give yourself credit for that. No, we were freaking yeah, out. We were, we were, no, no, no. We, it was not okay. <laughs> this was not okay. Yeah, yeah no. No. we were not okay. <laughs> but maybe you had like a, like you're getting ready for it. And that sounds, it sounds weird to say. Yeah, we're trying to like do our best to like keep, well, I was trying to do my best to keep composure because like, I don't want to alert these guys in any way or, like, make them think I'm any sort of a threat. So I just, like, super nice and, like, kind of, like, ignored the fact that they're armed. They're like, oh, we didn't see anyone. (laughs) We've not seen a thing since we're here. And they're like, okay. And they just carried on walking out. And we got back in his car and we drove out. Yeah, but (laughs) we had to call my friends back to help get my car back out of the sand. That was, I'm feeling the stress (laughs) again right now. (laughs) I feel it. Sick. Yeah. Awesome. Great. Africa. (laughs) (laughs) No, but there's good things too. Yeah, no, it's not no, always it's, it's a beautiful place. Yeah, there's beauty, a lot of beauty, a lot of good people. It's just unfortunate we come from a place full of poverty and desperation. That's that's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. It sounds like there's no, uh, there's no middle ground. No, it's very weird. It's it's one of the most unbalanced places in the world because you get like super rich parts and then right next to it you get like the biggest township. A township is like basically this area full of these metal shacks. They're just houses built by the people there. And that's where all the poverty mostly comes from. And like, for example, there's Santon, which is the richest square mile in Africa. And right next to it is the biggest township in Africa. Hmm. And if you'd, like I said, if you take the wrong corner, you can end up somewhere really bad. Is this it right here? I hope. Freaking nice. Oh, yeah, Samson City. Yep. 
Riches Square Mile. Yep. And then right next to that, the township called Alexandra, which is not as nice as these pictures. Yeah. <laughs> that looks really nice. Alex. Yeah. yeah. So this is that's right next to Santa. Yeah. <laughs> so that's right next to it. Yep. One one turn and you're there. Hey, click a picture, Jay. Even Cape Town Airport has Kylie. Oh yeah, 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 right outside of it. Yeah, so those are the shacks I was talking about. Hmm. And that's by like the Bridges Square. Yeah, yep. right next to it. That really sums up what what you're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like that, that 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 opposite, complete opposite. Yeah, but like right next to each other. Wow. When you get Soweto, which has like over a million people living in it, it's the biggest oh, yeah. township in the world. But mm. Soweto is like kind of nice now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, not, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's a big tourist attraction. Yeah. Real quick, I, we got to talk about your earrings. Oh, my ones? Hell yeah. So sick. <laughs> so I think uh, a fan brought these, right? Adam, yeah. Yeah, Adam. Oh, yeah. They, he brought them out and he, he gave us like a goodie bag full of like treats and gifts and everything. Great gift. And then one of those things are like a bunch of different colored earrings. Nate is also wearing a yeah, pair of pink ones. <laughs> yeah. And they're so swag. Why not wear them? <laughs> are, those, are those cats too? Yeah, they're cats. They're like small cats though. That's sick. vampire skull cats. Wow! <laughs> Shout out Nate in Shout the background. Our merch guy slash yeah. fill in slash biggest member yeah. in the band at this point. Yeah, Nate fills in when uh, like Luke couldn't get a Canadian visa now, so Nate's been filling in on guitar on the Canadian date. Yeah, and really, he's yeah. the most talented merch guy in the world. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and your songs are not easy to play. No, so so not. you're so so you're also ripping. Yeah, yeah, Chris is actually my guitar teacher. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's that's how he started touring with us. I was like, hey, Nate, you want to come and tour with us? Because I knew he was a hardworking dude. He always went home and practiced really hard. And we got on super well ever since the beginning. So I was just like, well, me and Tom had a discussion. And we were like, we should bring Nate on tour with us. And we need a merch guy. And then he just killed the merch thing. And when we needed him to fill in, he was just there. So... Uh, in Europe, even when we didn't have a vocalist for a little bit, he was filling in on vocals. He can do it all. He's played everything but drum for this band. <laughs> well, we all know what's coming next. Yep, yep. Tom, watch your back. <laughs> but he's got a twin brother that's sick at drums, and they've got a band called Divided Specimen. So it's pretty cool. They're twins. Divided Specimen yeah. is the name, and Nate does vocals and guitar at the same time. There's an eight-string guitarist who oh, does yeah. right vocals here. and uh, guitar at the same time, right there. Um, mm-hmm. And his brother, mad drummer. So mm-hmm. they got a sick little thing going. You guys are all very extremely talented. Also, watching video because you guys do the uh, just watching videos. You just jam in like the like the, the, the thumping thump, thing. The, oh, the yeah. thumping thumb. Yeah. Like man, I can't I can't wrap my head around that. We're trying to get that in death metal yeah. it's like a very progressive thing like we just we're not trying to overdo it obviously like yeah. mm-hmm. but we're trying to like it, when every place that we can it'll be like a song in an album that has some of it or maybe a song or two you know yeah i can't wrap my head around it either <laughs> i've tried it and i'm just like this is this is it's, crazy like, oh my I'll god i'll stick to chugging i think it's because we, chris and i <laughs> are like progressive bass guitarists usually we like mm-hmm. progressive music progressive metal and progressive rock and like you know uh, mm-hmm. scary guitar music with players that like good not so we're trying to get that world and kind of combine it with what we're doing now in the death metal lane it works quite well because i just like breakdowns so like, <laughs> that mix was what com- i like combined it to what? it's sick 
Good. Sometimes things that don't make sense. Make sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, never know. Uh, the guy himself. Uh, yeah. Tosin. Yeah, Tosin. He's yeah. obviously a huge inspiration yeah. on us. He's yeah. like God. He's the guy. I have that exact same guitar. He's a signature model oh, yeah, that you should have with Ibanez. Yeah. Oh, that guitar is sick. It's yeah, so it's sick. the best guitar. Yeah. It's so sick. You know what? I gotta get an A string. Oh yeah. I can't. What? I just don't get it. It's crazy. <laughs> this is the riff. Yeah, that's the riff. <laughs> I just, I just don't. Even like I'm looking at him. Like, how is he making that sound? Yeah. It, it's like single coil pickups. It's a combination of your tone and obviously you're getting a couple different timbres from your different fingers hitting the string. Your yeah, nail first, then your the flesh of your uh, thumb, and then every finger sounds a bit different. So you're getting this cluster of all these different sounds, which makes it sound so crazy. I yeah, think. we obsessed over that technique mm. for like so long. <laughs> How long would, did it take you guys to actually get it down? Like for me, it took yes, like three oh, but you years. Have, you had that. You were doing it yeah. kind of like differently before. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah, it took me about three years to completely understand, even just like the tone you need and kind of understanding the different groupings and getting them down because every finger you can create a different uh, note grouping and just you know practicing rhythms. It's almost like drum rudiments in a sense. Mm -hmm. So. It's just yeah, getting it down took a while, but now that I've got it, it feels easy. It's not. It's not. It just feels like. At first, it feels like you're learning guitar all over again, but once you have it, it just feels like another thing you can do on the guitar. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So when you when you're at home, like how many hours are you doing it a day? Or how how many hours are you trying to? Well, guitar is still my favorite thing to do uh, out of everything in the Amen. world. So, I when I'm at home. I feel bad for playing video games. So I, these days I'd rather just pick up a guitar. Like I love relaxing and trying to play a video game, but I don't know. Uh, guitar is always the first thing I, I go to um, when I'm at home. So it, I, I can't say how many hours. It depends on the day. Some most days, of the day. Most of the day if I'm at home doing nothing. Yeah. Mm. And then if I'm not doing that, I'm working, which, you know, our job is music for the most part. Mm. Well, yeah, it is our job. Yeah, for all of us. Yeah. So. It, it's, your, it, it's your life. Yeah, yep. it is my life. Hmm. All of our lives. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Do you find that, because uh, sometimes you just want to like, okay, I, I want to jam, but I also want to have, what do you say, I want to have a social life. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's this weird balance. It's a weird, I obviously every player is different, especially in the, in the, in the kind of scene that we're in right now. But, uh, I find that sometimes if I'm playing guitar too much, it will like, I'll get uninspired. But then once I go out and see a show or hang out with friends, it's like, yeah, dude, show, dude, yeah. just do, do dumb show. I mean, I want a pizza and beer, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> laugh, laugh, and not, not have that thinking thing. Yeah. But it feels, it does feel like you're wasting time. Yeah. It feels like, oh, yeah, but I, I, I could be, you know, practicing. Like, I could be practicing that, that fucking thump, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, then, but then you come back and like, the things will tend to click more. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, gotta, a, it's a weird, it's a weird life balance. That I you got to have, have balance, man. Yeah. Balance yeah. is where it's at. I mean, I think all of us listen to such like different music and are inspired by such different things that like 
it's interesting to pull out of everything else that we like and try and collaboratively put it and evolve it in your song. Like that's mm. kind of more where we're at now and like the writing thing is like all of us bring ideas and we write songs together and everything's collaborative. Like we write the riffs together. We'd like, mm. whereas before, you know, it was like he wrote a song or Chris oh, wrote yeah. a song or Luke wrote a song. So I think like <laughs> that change for us has been like super inspiring with everyone doing their own thing and having their own things that they like and listen to, you know, like mm. making the music really fresh yeah. and keeps the writing interesting when we like only doing writing focused times and stuff like that. I think that's way better too, instead of like splitting songs now. If we're going to write a Volvidinia song, we have to write it as Volvidinia. Yeah. It has to be a collaborative process now. I don't think anyone's allowed to like make songs by their own anymore. Mm-hmm. Or like they'd write a little bit and send it to someone. It's, yeah, The collaborative process is so much more fun yeah. and inspiring than just like writing a song by yourself. But mm-hmm. a lot of the time we don't even go in with any ideas. We just literally get in a room together and we go, okay, let's write. Yeah. And mm. we sit down and just go for Pick it. Pick a tempo yeah. and just, just uh, go. Sometimes it's very rare <laughs> one of us will have a riff that we've been sitting on and then we'll bring that out. But it's from scratch. We start with nothing and then just pass a guitar around and let the ideas flow. Yeah. And uh, we record it shitty first and then after that we piece it together and we re-record everything again. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So you don't even come in the room with, with the riff. It's just yeah. no plan, yeah. no nothing. Hmm. Just get them ripped. And it's like, like Chris said, so much more fun like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. It doesn't feel like a chore when you're like, okay, I have to write songs for this album. So I'm going to sit by myself in my room and go on Guitar Pro and write it. It's so much mm-hmm. better like doing it like that. You go one riff, one riff, one riff, and it turns out to be something totally different to what you would have written by yourself because you have so many ideas going which is cool yeah and like mm. as someone's holding the guitar we all go no do it this way do oh, it yeah. that way do it this way and then mm. yeah it, it's completely a combination of all of our thoughts and influences at this point which yeah. is cool because it, our new album has turned out to be the same old shit like Volvidinia wise but there's so many unique parts it's like Volvidinia on steroids Mm. It's um more tech, more slam, but also stuff that you haven't heard in these genres before, which makes it unique. And that just like Tom said, comes from all the different influences and all the different shit we listen to. Because we're not listening to slam on like an everyday basis. We listening to mostly reggae in the band right now. <laughs> and this new album yeah. is like it's it's deathcore. Like yeah. It's- but it, it, there's stuff in there that you would say that would never fit in a deathcore oh, song. Or in a, it's very tech. Yeah. It's got a bit of everything. Yeah. You guys sound proud. Yeah, we are. We're, we're, we're super proud excited. And I can't wait to hear it with Luandile's vocals on it now. Yeah. So that's our plan when we get home is just to finish off this album and put it out next year. Yeah. And mm. it's going to be a whole new beginning for us, I think, which is going to be great. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I think it's time for you guys to have like a new... A new life, yeah, you know, new beginnings, yeah, and you and you have like, yeah, I, I, I can tell this by being around you. You're just, you're just a good energy dude. Thank you. It's cool. <laughs> I appreciate that. When, when, when you need that, dude. If it's just like one person will bring it down. Fuck, dude. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's tough to get out of that, you know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, the band is definitely like this tour has been spirits have been good. Oh yeah, like this fuck. tour has been so sick. Um, mm-hmm. Been such a pleasure doing everything, even though we've been driving ourselves. Yeah, and like it can be hard. It's like it hasn't been hard. You know, um, and we're like three weeks into driving, like every single day, like 
nearly 10,000 miles and it's like been easy pretty much, yeah. you know. Everyone's Smooth sailing, shows have been sick, yep. tours have been sick, package has been sick. Like yeah. it's been. When your team is cool, it, things are easy. Yeah. yeah. It's true. Yeah. yeah, it's really important. Yeah. Did you guys get your uh, IG back or what? No. Or so, so you guys started a brand new one, huh? Yeah, yeah. we just started a new one. Fuck, that sucks. But the, the engagement's pretty much the same. Like, I figured, too, there's probably a lot of dead accounts and bot accounts on that other one. Like, there's no way there's true actually 80,000 people or whatever gonna, that's going to interact with the posts. So the people mm-hmm. that are following the new page are the ones that support us. You die hard. And it's yeah. growing pretty quickly. Yeah. I think it's doing pretty well. It's sick, dude. Yeah, but I've always wondered, I'm like, man, who's, who's even following us? Are these even, like, real people? Yeah. <laughs> At a certain point, it's just, like, bot accounts and fake things, you know, to, like... Because if your account has lots of followers, you get followed by a lot of, like, ad, ad accounts or bot accounts to, like, message you random things, you know? hmm Yeah. So, I don't know. It's kind of better knowing that now it's, like, super organic and just homies that are supporting us now. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it's good. It's good to know that, that honesty, mm-hmm. you know? So, how's the tour... Tour looks like it's been going great. It's been amazing. Great, great bands look like you guys are in in good spirits. Yeah, definitely. This tour has been super sick from beginning up until now, and it's almost over. And there's been so many sold out shows. And if the so if the show is not sold out, it's like right at the brink of selling out. So mm-hmm. it's, it's been sick. It's been every single band is so sick on this tour too. Mm-hmm. Just watching them every every day. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like the sickest tour to be like ending. Ending, kind of ending the gear off. I don't know if we're going to do it uh, anymore no, after this. No, I, I think we're just going to work on the album. Yeah. So, yeah, this may be the last tour we do for the year. And if it is, like, I'm happy with that. Yeah, it's this a good way so to sick. end off the year for yeah. sure. It's a good way to end off the year. In Van- Vancouver, home yeah. of uh, Angel Maker. Yep. Oh, yeah. And then we have to drive back to San Francisco after that. And then fly, fly home. <laughs> oh, really? oh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> It's okay. We're used to long drives now. Oh, you gotta go. You gotta go to that border twice. Yeah, it's the worst border on the planet. Really? Yeah, Canadian border. The last time we crossed it, it was pretty easy. It's easy yeah. for us. <laughs> yeah. Really? Because yeah. we just have all the right stuff, and like, oh. you know, we know that everything is all legit. So yeah. it's like, Our yeah, visas have to be like pre-approved. You know, like yeah. the same as the US visa for us. So now that we got those, we just get there, and they're like, okay, sweet. Yeah, go on. Maybe they just hate Americans. Probably. Uh, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, a, a lot of people do. So <laughs> I've, I've come to realize that. It's like, man, I'm just, I just live here, man. I'm just, I don't know, fuck. I'm, I'm not part of anything. That's, well, yeah, that that maybe might be it. <laughs> but these guys are American. This is give them shit. Yeah, let's just, look, let's just make their day bad. Let's look with him. Make them pay a tax and have him wait here for three hours. <laughs> oh yeah, and and it's four a.m. Yeah, it's been luckily super easy. So hopefully, when they go back, that's gonna be easy as well for us. <laughs> well, you might you might have spoke too. Soon. I might have jinxed it. Yeah. <laughs> you might you might have spoke too soon. You're gonna cross the border get, and get get fucking mugged. Like that. <laughs> oh. Just like home, baby. <laughs> Especially in a in Vancouver, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure the uh, that the guys will tell you it's a it's a wild area. Oh, we've played. Oh, we've we played, in we played rickshaw. rickshaw. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. So, so, so you know, yeah, Zombie City. <laughs> Damn. That was the first time I think I saw someone fucking shooting up heroin. I'm like, oh my goodness. So casually dude. too. Casually. Like, <laughs> on the sidewalks. I'm trying to go to Starbucks. I have a it's a coffee. You know. It's wild over there. Really oh wild. God. Portland's getting kind of wild too. Is it? Yeah. yeah. It was pretty wild last time we were there. 
It's all a blur to me now. <laughs> Seattle. <laughs> Seattle, too. Oh, Seattle, really? Yeah. We're about to play there, too. There's that 10 city next to El Carazon. Mm. I heard that it's cleaned up. Uh, what was the venue that, that you guys played in Seattle? El Carazon. Really? Yeah. yeah. How was the... There, so the, there's a freeway overpass. Yeah. 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 And there's a... There was... Oh, this for years, it's been like a homeless encampment. Yes, yeah. there is. Yeah, it's under still, the bridge. Still there? Yeah. Still there. Someone is, yeah. just told me last week that it was cleaned up. <laughs> well, maybe it, maybe it, it is. is. We, we'll see when we, we, we play there. Yeah, we it's the second last year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but, wait. So, wait. You, you play there a, a, a previous tour. Previous tour. Got it. Okay. Yeah, we're about to find out. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty out. sure it's still there. It's probably back <laughs> up by now. There's this really sick, like, Italian spot there. It, it's it's crazy. They have like a, a a menu menu. They have a vegetarian menu and a, a vegan menu, and it's oh, all the wow. same shit. That's good. It's for like Chris. oh sick. It's a it's right it's right by there. But I was like, am I am I risking my life just to have a <laughs> vegan pizza ready, or something? <laughs> yeah, I, I heard. Uh, I think I think this is it. And plus, you, you got to go. Oh yeah, I remember that. You got to go through under that overpass because so there's the restaurant to the right. But if you go up a little bit more and turn left, that's like the like the Starbucks, Starbucks, the good one. No, like that the massive Starbucks. Yeah, because Starbucks started in uh, Seattle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dang. Yeah, they have like a it's like a, a massive fucking bar in like the middle, but but they serve coffee. I haven't seen that that's one. Sick. It's cool. Yeah, yeah we're gonna go this it, time. It, it, it's really cool. Yeah, that's it. Damn. Wow, that's a Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, it's like a kind of cool place to chill. I always go there when 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 we play that venue, but it's always sketched out. Walk, yeah, walking past that area. I don't trust anybody. You and know, yeah, that's the best way. Yeah, you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude, like a state, they could come out of nowhere. Yep. You yeah. know, you say walk, walk, walk with your head down. Yeah. You know, always and, be aware of and, purpose. And someone told me, uh, you guys will have, you guys are perfect to ask this. Someone told me, don't walk around with a cup of Starbucks because then you look like you could get robbed. Oh, yeah. There's many things that, like, Probably. don't walk around with that. Don't walk around with earphones in yeah. your head, you know? So many things. Walk with purpose. Look where you're either directly where you're going or down. Like, you learn, depending on where you live, that, like, if it's, a, like, a dangerous area, your whole demeanor changes, you hmm. know? Like, I don't walk how I walk in Johannesburg CBD, how I walk in, like, when I'm at home or around yeah. people I know, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Gotta act tough. You adapt, you know. You look like don't mess with me when I'm walking, whatever. <laughs> it's it's like if they only knew that I'm not, I'm not tough at all. If, if they only knew. <laughs> yeah, they only knew. <laughs> well, maybe that that's what confidence is, right? It's like I guess it's, yeah. like, it's false like, bravado. Yeah, it's like like you know, like well, I'm scared, but I'm just gonna walk like tough it out. You know, I'm gonna walk like I'm sick. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, I know you guys gotta get to LA. It's, it's a long drive. Brush hour is approaching. Oh yeah, but uh. I appreciate your time and thank yeah. you for uh, stop, stopping by. Thank you. We love you. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's been bro. amazing. That's cool, man. Yeah. You guys, uh, and good luck on the rest of the week. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You guys got also a very exciting end, end of the year. Yeah. yeah. Yep. New album mm. coming out, working on it. Should be out next year, I think. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Early, Early next, next year. year. Early next year? Yep. Mm. Yeah, I always wonder, like, how do you... What, are you guys doing vinyl or what's like? Yeah, everything. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> everything. Do you guys have to deal with the vinyl shortages or no? I think, I think we, we did. We did. It yeah. did affect us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? The vinyl shipped like a month later. Than oh, yeah. 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 Something. Yeah, yeah. The album dropped and there was no vinyl for like a couple months. Mm. Yeah. And But the order still went through. So those people got their albums like way after the album was mm. out. Sick. Cool. Well, where can people find you? 
you can find us at our new Instagram at Volvidinia official. Uh, you can find us on our Facebook page, Volvidinia, uh, Facebook forward slash Volvidinia. Uh, we're on all streaming platforms Volvidinia under the same thing. Slam on Facebook. Oh, Volvidinia Slam, my fault. Uh, we have a website too that links to all of our social medias and everything that we're doing and all the tours that we're doing. Uh, yeah, we're out here. No, oh, you are out here. Holy crap. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Later. Sick.